The Adventures of Batman and Meatface. Recently, I was having a discussion about food with a few guys. It was a manly discussion over a manly meal. There was alcohol and a variety of meats involved. Guacamole was being scooped out of a stone guacamole thing. What's that? Okay, I'm being told that the guacamole thing is called a mocajete and is typically carved out of volcanic rock, then primed by grinding salt into its pores until its surface is smoothed and the ground salt appears white. Anyway, we men were talking about food and food preparation and what our specialties were. One guy was really good at cooking eggs. Another knew how to make sausage. Another made pizza from scratch on a regular basis. Good stuff. When it came around to me, though, I got stuck. What about you, Pat? What's your specialty? There was a long pause as I thought about this. See, I don't really cook. I mean, I have cooked, and baked, and otherwise prepared food, and I'm kind of okay at it. I just don't really do it very often. I'm more of a food eater than a food maker. This is unfortunate, because in approximately 48 hours, I'm going to a potluck dinner where I'm supposed to bring dessert. Pie is my assigned dish. Obviously, in a perfect world, I would be slaving over this pie in the kitchen for hours, making everything from scratch. Picking out the apples one by one in the grocery store, concocting the crust from an ancient Rafferty recipe handed down from generation to generation, baking the pie to perfection in a wood stove heated by wood from a tree I cut down myself that I planted myself 20 years prior. The pie would be perfect. It would be the pie foretold in legend. One pie to rule them all. That's in a perfect world. As we know, this world is a far from perfect place. Which is my way of saying I'm going to be the guy buying a pie and some whipped cream and bringing that to the dinner. When pressed about the pie's background, when I'm asked for the pie's papers, I'll give some vague, not-quite-a-lie lie about the work I had to go through in effort to get the pie to the dinner. Yeah, you wouldn't believe the work I had to do to get the pie here. There may be a wink and or a nudge involved. I haven't decided. In my defense, it will be an organic pie from the farmer's market. I think this counts for something. It's not like I just went to the 7-Eleven around the corner and bought half a dozen Little Debbie apple pies. No offense, Debbie, your pies are delicious, but any pie that requires quotation marks is no pie of mine. I wish there was an elaborate story explaining my aversion to cooking. Like I had a meatloaf blow up in my face, scarring me for life like some sort of third-string Batman villain. The loaf, maybe. Or meat face. Something. Or a completely different story about a tuna tartare recipe gone horribly awry that was then fed to the junior varsity hockey team, causing them all to get food poisoning and lose the championship game because they were all vomiting on the ice and therefore missed out on the full scholarship ride to Yale, making them instead settle on community college. Incidentally, I believe that's the plot of the fifth Mighty Ducks movie. But no, I have no tragic tale. I have nothing against cooking, you see. It's just not my thing. I don't get anything out of it. If you look at the dedication page in The Joy of Cooking, it does not read, For Pat Rafferty and his tireless pursuit of the perfect quiche. Some people, it is their thing, though. Many moons ago, I was dating a girl who was quite the foodie. 
She worked at a restaurant and wanted to open a restaurant of her own and was always making fucking delicious food. Yes, it was food that was so good it can only be described with obscenities. As you would expect, she had a crazy kitchen. I've lived in apartments smaller than her kitchen, and it was fully stocked with any apparatus you could possibly need to make any food imaginable. Yes, even a mokahiti. When she found out I didn't like cooking, she just couldn't wrap her head around the concept. What more is there to life? Live by the kitchen, die by the kitchen. She eventually got me to concede that food that you cook yourself tastes better than food cooked by other people. The same dish, anyway. I gave her that one. Even though it kind of confused her more. She was right, though. Food that you make yourself does taste better. Everything is better when you do it yourself. It's like using a pen to solve a crossword puzzle or calling a twist ending in a Twilight Zone episode during the opening scene. It's rewarding. But here's the thing. It's not that rewarding. The added deliciousness of the food does not exceed the effort exerted in making the food. To me, I mean. For other people, it's more than worth it. For them, it's not about the destination, the colon. It's about the journey, everything before the colon. I don't know how long restaurants have been around, but I think they're in it for the long haul. Until we start eating meals in pill form, Jetson style, there's always going to be dudes like me who are more destination-oriented. Of course, none of this really answers the question at hand. What about you, Pat? What's your specialty? There was a long pause as I thought about this. Hot pockets. Ham and cheese, specifically. There was a silence at the table. Garçon, can we get a refill on this guacamole thing? <laughs>